listener production. US stocks stumbled despite better than expected inflation figures. And Aussie shares edge closer to a record as traders await inflation data. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Monday the 29th of January. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. I found Friday's performance interesting. On the one hand, the news flow was quite good, but it didn't really translate to the way that stocks performed. So the Dow Jones finished with a gain of 0.2 of a percent, the S&P 500 down 0.1 and the NASDAQ down 0.4. That was an end to quite an impressive run of gains where uh, these markets were concerned. So the momentum has been quite startling, really. We have seen the S&P 500 record five straight sessions before Friday in terms of extending its gains. And what we have seen is shareholder value up about $8 trillion US dollars over that period. So for the week, we did see the Dow climb 0.7%, the S&P 500 index out of 1.1%, and the NASDAQ climb 0.9%, posting the third straight weekly gains. Importantly, with the Dow Jones index up on Friday, it hit a fresh all-time record close. Indeed. Let's look at those inflation numbers. On Thursday, data showed a strong fourth quarter US economic growth reading. So the economy grew by 3.3% annualized in the fourth quarter. That was above expectations for 2%. And then you overlay that with Friday's inflation data. So US prices rose marginally in December, keeping the annual increase in inflation below 3% for the third straight month. And that's bolstering expectations that the US Federal Reserve will start cutting interest rates later this year. We saw the personal consumption expenditures price index increase 0.2% in the month. And if you look at the core measure, which excludes the volatile items, the annualized number came back down to 2.9% the last since March 2021. What we have also seen, Tom, is consumer spending and that accounts for about two-thirds of the US economy in terms of activity, that jumped 0.7% in December as well. So what it suggests is there's continuing resilience as far as the US economy is concerned. The jobs market is softening a little bit. The consumers are continuing to spend. Inflation is coming down, and that will give the US Federal Reserve some optionality around what it does at its meeting this week. We're expecting the US Federal Reserve, of course, not to change the interest rate settings, but to provide some forward guidance on what they're expecting to do later this year. Indeed. So uh, I suppose another component of that picture that we've just been talking about, uh, it boils down to, uh, in many cases, you know, how the consumer is performing. And the proxy for that on Friday was the performance of Amex shares. So they reported their fourth quarter earnings. And these numbers were substantially better than what the market had uh, been looking at. Revenue in the fourth quarter uh, up 14% uh, compared to the uh, same time last year. Earnings per share also came in substantially better than what the market was looking for as well, up by 15% compared to the same time last year. And the company guidance uh, was also striking the right chord because uh, the company's looking for a range of $12.65 to $13.15 over the course of the full year. Market estimates were closer to $12.41. So that was a, a very important outcome for them. The other thing that stood out on Friday was a report from Intel, the chip maker. Its shares tumbled 11.9% to a six-week low after it gave a revenue forecast that badly missed estimates as it plays catch-up in the artificial intelligence race while also dealing with a weak personal computer market. Their outlook was the clangor. So the market was looking for you know first quarter 
guidance to be in the order of 33 cents per share and they came in with 13 cents per share so that was just one of the factors that was disappointing but again the forward-looking aspects of the discussion were disappointing but the performance over the course of the quarter was actually quite good earnings per share came in at uh, 54 cents compared to the market looking at something in the order of 45 cents per share and not helping the chip maker backdrop and sentiment was chip manufacturing tools maker KLA Corp. Its shares dropped 6.6% following its disappointing third quarter revenue forecast. That was enough to drag the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index down by 2.9% just a couple of days after it hit a record high on Wednesday. It's going to be a big week on the earnings front, Tom. We've got five of the so-called Magnificent Seven (laughs) reporting earnings. We've got the likes of Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Meta Platforms and Amazon all reporting that's going to have a huge influence on the market. We did see Apple for 1% on Friday ahead of its quarterly report on Thursday. And the iPhone maker, along with Intel, were amongst the stocks weighing most on the S&P 500 on Friday. It's a very important week because you have got the United States and particularly uh, the world will be focused there for the fact that the US Federal Reserve will be conducting a two-day policy setting meeting. Of course, they're widely expected to be leaving rates on hold, but the conversation that emanates thereafter uh, could definitely colour the way that these markets perform. All eyes will be on the Ford guidance, what they're going to do, but of course, they'll remain cautious with inflation, not quite at 2%. You would think so. Look, today, the futures are telling us that we're going to kick off in Uh, underwhelming fashion. Uh, The futures are up 14 points, nothing to mention in dispatches really, but it is just a question of what the week holds because there's a lot going on at home as well. So today, the momentum could perhaps come from energy stocks because they perform quite well in the Northern Hemisphere. You had oil prices at a two-month high uh, up in the order of about one to one and a half percent for the two benchmarks. We did see the US oil NYMEX price up 0.8% to 78.01 US dollars a barrel on Friday. And we saw a missile attack on Friday on a tanker taking Russian fuel through the Gulf of Aden. And that may prove to be a defining moment for the oil market, which has been somewhat immune to months of Houthi militant attacks on merchant trade. The reason being that it was expected that the Houthis wouldn't attack Russian crude oil through Someone's the Suez Canal. And, and certainly that has the potential to disrupt the greater slice of the 3 million barrels a day of Russian crude and fuel that has been flowing through the Red Sea. So that is a game changer potentially, Tom. So that could provide some support for Santos and Woodside and there's energy stocks today. Not much else to speak of on the commodity front. Gold was down by just 50 cents to 2017.30 US dollars an ounce. And we did see iron ore futures up by just one cent to 135.55 US dollars a tonne. And that was despite the fact that we did see the required reserve ratio cuts for banks in terms of those interest rates, the amount of cash banks hold in reserves uh, on Wednesday. And that'll inject about 140 billion US dollars of cash into the banking system in China. Indeed. Uh, so all of the planets are, I suppose, in an orbit that could come together for China. But we were saying these precise 
same things at this time last year, Ryan? We were, and we did see profits at large Chinese industrial companies decline in 2023, and we have seen widespread corporate pain stemming from falling prices and weak demand both at home and overseas in China. Profits were down 2.3% year-on-year in 2023. In terms of our market today, Tom, we've got the Comsec State of the States Economic Report card being released. It's a big surprise there. I won't, won't spoil it. But oh, I almost spoiled it. Okay, well, let's not. Earnings results are scheduled for Kelly Partners and Net Wealth, so the Aussie earnings season broadly gets underway, just the initial start of it. Korean Energy and Gold Road Resources issue quarterly production updates. But of course, all attention will be on the Aussie share market. Spy futures are pointing up by 14 points or 0.2%. That's fewer than 60 points shy of its 2021 peak back in August then. And of course, we may not get there today with that mixed backdrop in the US, but the record is approaching perhaps, Tom, with the inflation data on the horizon in Australia this week. could be the the catalyst that sees it soaring. So the Aussie dollar has ebbed somewhat from its levels on Thursday afternoon uh, when it was uh, close to 66 US cents. It's back to around 65.7. As we record this morning, the beginning of an exciting week. Please stay with us. We can't wait to keep you company in the course of the next five days. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.